Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Mike Tucker. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot. My parents traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. My, my dad was a, an administrator of the church that had actually a worldwide influence, his, his role. And he constantly was throughout the world traveling. And, and when, that meant he was away from you and he your was mother away from was with me. him. Yeah, that's, that's the point I was about to make, if you let me. Oh, I see. I'm just telling the story <laughs> okay. for you. It's all, almost like yeah. I was there. Yeah. Well, see, what happened is my mother um, stayed with me when I was a child because of elementary school. But as soon as I turned 14... I went to a dorm. So mm. I was very, very young when I went to live in the dorm. And actually, I never went back home to live other than the summers. Wow. And uh, they were always traveling. But uh, for me to know that they were always thinking of me and, and have, uh, they had me in their minds, they would send me things in the mail constantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And actually, they were about five hours away from me so that if there was any emergency, uh, they could actually travel. Uh, right. to, to be with you. Yeah, to be with me. And you know what? Those are uh, critical years, 14 through yeah, yeah. Young, young adulthood. I mean, those are some yes. major changes. Yes. So to know that they were nearby had to be helpful for yes. you. Yes, except that when they were about to go away or something, they would send me something that would remind me of the way they thought about me and how they were with me in their thoughts and that they would suspend any traveling arrangements if I needed something. So okay. I would receive these things in the mail. And, and mail at that time, you know, many years ago, about 35 years ago. Wow. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You, Mike, uh, was not as common as it is now. And one day I received a box of avocados um, because we had an avocado tree in mm. our home um, mm-hmm. in Buenos Aires. And they decided to make me part of this uh, time, this season when our tree was giving avocados. So I they see. sent me avocados of our own tree. And I received in the college this heavy box with avocados I made, sandwiches and all kinds of things about these avocados. And every time I ate one of those avocados, I, I thought of home and how my parents were always thinking of me wanted to make me part of, of their experience. It was almost like they were right there with you because of the avocados. Yeah, it became a sign of, right. of, of their presence. With and, me. and today we're talking about Emmanuel, God with us, uh, the, the fulfillment of the prophecy that God was never far away, that he was with us, and he demonstrated that through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who came here to be with us, to tabernacle with us, and to reconcile us to the Father. Yes, and actually God sent a very uh, strange sign to a king that was struggling with knowing if God was with him. Um this whole week we're doing prophecies uh, that uh, point to Christmas, to the coming of the Savior. In order to really understand the birth of Jesus, we've got to start in the Old Testament. We've got to see how this is a fulfillment of prophecy, how this was a part of God's plan from the beginning, that when we were separated from God, He would reconcile us to Himself, and this was the plan that Jesus would come. And there is a chapter, um, this is a very sad chapter, uh, actually, in Isaiah chapter 7, when now the kingdom of God that we spoke of of in the times of David has split, and there is a northern kingdom and a southern kingdom. And the northern kingdom was ten tribes, the southern kingdom is two tribes, so the southern kingdom is a smaller kingdom. Yes, and the northern kingdom is about to attack the southern kingdom. It's so sad when a a house is divided against Mm -hmm. itself. And this is the case, and, and the king Ahaz is the king of Judah. 
and he, which is the southern kingdom. Yes, and he's very afraid because this great army is coming against him, and uh, actually they were so afraid that chapter seven verse two of Isaiah says that the Arameans have camped in Ephraim, so they're very close, and his heart and the heart of his people shook as the trees of the forest shake with the wind. Have oh, you ever wow. been that afraid? Yeah, that is very very descriptive, uh, and yes, I have been that afraid, and yes, I have shaken just as they are describing here. And so, uh, God says uh, to Isaiah, the prophet, go to meet Ahaz and go talk to him because he has to know that, you know, I have plans. Don't worry about this. Mm -hmm. So, Isaiah goes out on verse 3 and he finds him in a very, very special place in Jerusalem. Yeah, he goes out to meet Ahaz uh, and, and your son, Shir Jashub, at the end of the conduit of the upper pool in the highway to the fuller's field. This is very important because Jerusalem does not have water resources mm -hmm. that are natural. So, he's surveying the pool to see how much water there is. Do we have is. enough water to stand a, 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 siege. a siege? Yeah, it's very interesting. And so, God says, look, these kings that are coming against you are nothing to me. Yeah. They, you, should, you should not be afraid of them. It is amazing how God scoffs at our greatest enemy, that, that thing which frightens us the most, God just kind of chuckles at them. They're, they're nothing compared to me. Yes, and he says, you know, these kings will be nobody. I can shatter them in, in a thought, says God. So, mm -hmm. don't even think about it. And then he chooses on verse 10 to give Ahaz a sign that he's with him. I mean, he, he, yeah, so, he says, I'm going to send you a, a box of avocados. Yeah, so what do you want? Get, <laughs> and I'll name it and I'll give you a sign. Yes. And Ahaz says, I don't, I don't need one. I'll, I'm going to trust you. I don't need to test you. And he says, I'm going to give you one anyway. And he, he comes up with this interesting little prophecy here, this promise, a sign, a prophecy in verse 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son, and she shall call his name Emmanuel. You know, actually, this sounds like a pious statement of Ahaz in verse 12, where he says, I will not ask a sign of the Lord or yeah, test the Lord. Yeah. But the fact is, he has already decided that he is going to ask the Assyrians for help and that he doesn't really want God anyways. See, yeah. And so he actually, God says, no, but really, you don't need to ask the Assyrians because Assyrians eventually turn will, against you. will take all yeah, of the Northern gonna, Kingdom, which yeah. they did. Mm -hmm. Trust me instead. Correct. Don't trust them. Don't trust in the these other armies, these foreign nations, trust me, and I'm going to see you through this. And we don't really know uh, what this child was, uh, who it was, if mm -hmm. it was a child that the king had, or if they were, uh, you know, this was a child that was born to somebody that he would regularly see. The thing is that this child would be around the king, and his name would be Emmanuel. Emmanuel. And any time that this kid's name was called, the king would be reminded God that God us. had yeah. uh, offered him his presence and a sign. And uh, actually, I love this because I, I almost imagine, you know, the changing the child's diapers and going, Emmanuel, and yeah. every time you're going, God is with us. Remember, God is with us. It is amazing how often that happens in Scripture where a child is given a particular name in order to remind the, the parents Absolutely. of God's promise. Uh, Ishmael means God hears. Yes. God hears. And so every time that uh, that Hagar called uh, called his name, it was, God hears, it's time for breakfast. Yes. yes. God <laughs> hears, a constant reminder, God had heard her when she cried. Yes. And now this child's name, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Now let's fast forward to Matthew uh, chapter 1, verse 23, because here we have a, an angel announcing the, uh, the arrival of a child, and the imminent arrival of a child. Uh, verse 23 says, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means... 
God, God with, with us. us. It's God very us. interesting because as, as uh, Mike just said, Ishmael, mm-hmm. look at the L at the end. Yeah. Uh, is the same L in Emmanuel. Emmanuel. See, because L is God. Ima Nu is with us God, mm-hmm. right? And actually what, what happens here um, is that uh, it is Matthew who will say, oh, by the way, this yeah. happened to fulfill that prophecy. Prophecy that was given earlier. Yeah, because the angel in verse 21 of Matthew says, she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus. So we have a different name mm-hmm. here and that is translated, he will save his people from their sins. And Matthew says, well, yes, but this Jesus that will save his people from his sins really is the Emmanuel that was uh, promised to the King Ahaz when he needed a sign that God was really with them because really God was never so much with us as when he sent the Savior to the world. All right, now this this has several different layers for me. First of all, there's the theological layer, God with us. He is there for the purpose of reconciling us to himself, and he does that through Jesus Christ, the one who came to be to live as we live, to be tempted as we were tempted, and yet without sin, to give his life as a ransom for many so that we could be reconciled to the Father. God with us, he dwelt with us, he tabernacled with us, he has been here with us. But there's another layer to that, I think, especially that I'm reminded of every Christmas season, and that is that God didn't just come for a little bit and then leave us to, on Absolutely. our own. He remains with us. He is with us through His Spirit. We are reminded that every Christmas season as we sing of Emmanuel, mm-hmm. uh, the one who is with us today, and He is with us in our heartache. He is with us in our trouble. He is with us in our distress. Emmanuel remains with us, reconciling us to Himself and helping us through our difficult times in life. Emmanuel, God with us. You know, the present presence of God is the greatest promise we find in the Bible, is the core of the gospel, because uh, God actually promises to us that He will not go without us. He will come to us and always be with us, and we will always eventually be with Him in eternity. Mm -hmm. So the presence of God is always promised every single book in the Bible has the promise of the presence of God in it, all 66 books, and actually is usually in response to do not be afraid. Yeah. I am with you. So and, usually and that, you get that the whole command, thing. fear not, is the most commonly, most frequently repeated negative command of Scripture. Yes. Fear not. Why? Because I am with I'm you. I am with you. Yes. Emmanuel, God with us, He is with you in the darkness. You may be going through your dark night of the soul right now, a time mm-hmm. of sorrow and darkness, a time of feeling all alone like there's no help, no hope for you. Mm-hmm. But the promise is fear not. Mm-hmm. For I am with you. Yes. I am with you through Emmanuel, Jesus Christ, your Savior, your Lord. You know, it's, it's interesting because when people actually um, had to face difficulties, or, or for example, when Moses was called and he said, but they're not going to believe me. How am I going to do this? God answered, well, I am with I you. Am My with presence you. shall go with you. That's <laughs> all you need. And, you know, it happens to a lot of people during the holiday season mm-hmm. that they particularly feel lonely, like nobody cares, like there's, you know, the, no family around, perhaps. A huge time for depression this time of the year. Yes, and and God has this one specific promise. I am with you. If you feel alone this time of the year, remember, the promise of the season is Emmanuel. God is with you. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free.